Hello, Podcasters, and welcome to episode 54. In this episode, we talk about Harry Potter getting his own musical in 2016, which is just about 18 years from the original release of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone in the UK. So that's kind of cool. Uh, we talk a little bit about tiered pricing and whether it is the answer for crowd congestion in the parks. We also bring up one of Animal Kingdom's newest delicacies over at Walt Disney World. Um, we're going to let you decide that one. So, yeah. Uh, finally, we discuss Disney revoking a Lake Forest Man's Club 33 membership uh, for, according to Disney, not following the rules. So, yeah. Uh, I want to quickly remind you that the next Podcateers Day at the Movies is on Sunday, July 12th. We're going to watch Inside Out at AMC in downtown Disney. After the movie, we'll be getting together again at Trader Sam's to record a short segment for an upcoming episode, just like we did for Tomorrowland. A Facebook invite is going to be available soon, so keep an eye out for that, and we hope to see you guys there. And finally, a quick reminder that you can find out more about us, this, and other episodes over at Podcateers.com. Head over to Facebook and hit that thumb to like us. We're at Facebook.com slash Podcateers. And we are at Podcateers on Instagram and Twitter. So thank you all for listening. I hope you all have a great week. Here is episode 54 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. I stopped watching these random shows that started coming up on NBC because right. they cancel them after the first 12 or 13 episodes, and I get into it, and then I'm like, Ah, how dare they cancel that? But Undateable is a must-watch, I think. It's I think, genius I think how, we, what they do with it. Now, I wouldn't call it genius because I'm very, like, one or the other with that show. Like, it's really? funny, but mm-hmm. it's not that funny to me. Did but maybe watch, it's because I'm jumping in the middle. Did you watch? Yes, man. You missed a lot. I'm going to have to find a way to get the other and episodes, like the first season. Did you get to it's watch horrible. the live episodes? There were live episodes? Yeah. In the first season? Hour long. Really? Yeah, yeah. In fact, oh, that's right. I think it was the last episode or two were live. Hour long. Are we talking about the same show? Yeah. With Chris D'Elia? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. I didn't laugh so hard in that show. Do they mess up? Yeah. <laughs> and they just keep going. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to have to find a way to watch it. It's just bad that they don't have season one up anywhere. Yeah, it's coming, I'm sure, though. Yeah, like I was saying to you guys before uh, we started... The reason I stop kind of jumping in on these new shows is because I hate when I really get into it. Right. And then 13 episodes in, they just cancel it. Like Heroes and... No, Heroes lasted quite a while. And may I say it sucked by season two. Yeah. Well, I think it it got through a good amount of season two before it got really bad. By season three, it was just horrendous. It was so good. Well, the thing is that... And it's coming back. Yeah, they are rebooting it. I couldn't sit through five minutes of the first episode of season three. Get, oh yeah, it, it got bad. Really? The problem was that they put themselves into this weird corner with the whole save the cheerleader, save the world. Right. And by the time they ended season one, 
they did that. And then what? You know, it, they, yeah, I wasn't even satisfied with the, how the conclusion they did it. of yeah. that. Yeah. So it's it sucks to say, but I don't kind of wait until the no. I mean, I kind of wait until the second or third season of something. You wait till and then it's I good? binge watch. Mm. No, because by then sometimes they're kind of in the you know downward spiral of, mm. of the show. Maybe you're the problem. Stop watching TVs and they won't get canceled. <laughs> Yeah, it's me. It's like, is Hazen watching yet? Actually, it is funny that he's saying it like that because if you think about it, TV shows are based on viewers. Right. But he waits for a show to accumulate to watch it. Therefore, he's not watching it when it's airing, so it's not going to continue. Hmm. Hazen's fault. Thanks, man. Yeah. You know what? Don't even watch Undateable because I like that show. I I really don't want to get canceled. I'm starting to like it. Stop. Don't. Don't even watch Bob Burgers anymore. I love Bob's Burgers. I can't stop watching. But that. it's so good. You're gonna, you're gonna cancel it. Whoa! Wait a second. How did me watching it become canceling it? Actually, yeah, if, you're stepping all over my point, Javier. Just yeah. Stop his point was that if I don't watch it, yeah. they don't get the viewers. Right. And to negate your point, I don't have the little magic box that says this guy's watching it or not watching it. There's a box. Yeah, that's what the whole Nielsen rating things. It's oh. Like, like twelve thousand people in the U.S. have this box for the Nielsen ratings. Yeah. And a According to those people, two million are not watching because those twelve thousand are not. It, it, it's a weird ratio. I don't know the exact numbers, but yeah. that's kind of how it works. That's like the gist of it. Wasn't an episode of Al Bundy doing that? <clears throat> he got a box and he was trying to watch every ep- every TV show of Hondo. <laughs> Wasn't that like his favorite really show or it. something? It Did was like you the just Western. say an episode Hondo? of Al Bundy? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't catch that. <laughs> It was called Married with Children. What? You stop watching TV. <laughs> Maybe Javier's the reason. We'll go watch Boom. that Peter Griffin show. Flipped it on you. I missed it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you guys doing this week? Pretty good. All right. Javier, Just thank all right. You, thank you for the tacos before we started. Hey, you're welcome, man. Hit the spot. Mario had to drive, but that's cool. I drove you to get you guys something to eat and not me. <laughs> yes, guys, we're recording again on Friday. It is not my cheat day, so I'm drinking water. <laughs> it is it is Friday, and yes, I was having beer before the guys showed up. I had... Dude, what did I have? I don't even remember anymore. Dude, it was like oh, 10 I minutes a, ago. <clears throat> no, it was much longer than that. Uh-huh. It was a Modern Times Black House is what I had to start. Huh. And then you guys got here and now I'm on my second orange wheat. Sweet. Yay. And this coke I was going to say enough of the about beer. What is this delicious soda you handed <clears throat> me? Well, I know I've talked about it before. I'm a fan of the Sonics and oh. usually when I go to Sonic, I have the Reese's Blast. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite uh thing there to get that sounds gross but now okay. when i no it's just ice cream with recess peanut butter chunks in it no don't mix both things together it's gross you're weird no you're eat, weird eat, either eat ice cream or have the recess pieces by itself <sighs> did you seriously weird. just say that <laughs> i think he's had too much to drink already i think so too how come no one cares what i'm drinking right now it's water bro sparklets sparklets all right not just water whoa it's it's a sparklets bottle, but you you poured it off the tap. So relax. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you do it. Freaking liar. Why are you embarrassing me in front of listeners? <laughs> no, anyway, no I found listening. this soda. 
I found this soda at the store that's a coconut lime thing. Yes. And it resembles my other favorite drink at Sonic, which is the ocean water, which is a lime drink. With... Sounds salty. No, it's it's like I said, it's like a limeade or mm-hmm. something like that that they squirt a few pumps of their coconut flavoring into. Mario can't drink so that. Mine might lime. actually be ocean water <laughs> in my gallon. But... Yeah. And I found this soda called Lime Coconut Drink <laughs> for 50 cents for a two-liter bottle. And it's delicious. And it's fantastic. Yeah, it is. I couldn't believe it when I saw it, and I bought it thinking it's just 50 cents. What can yeah. go wrong? Yeah. And it is one of the greatest things I've ever had. It's really good. So I'm surprised. I'm so for this right now. You want to try gonna... this, Mario? I can't. It has allergies. coconut. Yeah, well, thank you for offering me, knowing my allergies. <laughs> but I'm artif- going to pass. It's artificial. Can't take that risk. Artificial. Well, then there you go. Meaning it's not even, even More real soda. for me. <laughs> <clears throat> so did you guys hear that Harry Potter is going to have a musical? Yes. Are you guys for it? I haven't even watched the movies. Really? Yeah. Ever? Uh, maybe the first one. Have your kids or wife seen it? The, no idea. I'm going to go with no. What about you? I saw the first movie. I heard there's books. I saw part one of The Half-Blood Prince. I've read up to book three and a half. (laughs) Three and a half. But no. Three and a half? Oh, I didn't finish four. It's pretty big. Oh, yeah, it is. And they only get bigger after that. (laughs) Oh, well, that's a good reason I stuck. They're right there behind you, actually. I own the books. Uh Uh-huh. Of course you physically own the books. I saw you go to the midnight launches for them. You lie. Really? I went. You're such a nerd. To... <laughs> you nerd. Not all of them. Harry Potter's awesome. Um, yeah, 13-year-olds do think that. No. <laughs> it's not for 13-year-olds. They are well-written stories uh-huh. about a boy wizard... <laughs> and <laughs> go ahead. I want to no, know. Go no, ahead. Tell me. You d- go ahead. You need to stop. No, no, no. Go ahead. Because they are well-written stories. Uh huh. Let me start shut, this way. Shut up. How old is Harry Potter when the bro- book for the first book came you out? You know what? It doesn't matter. High school in Harry Potter was seven years long, which means he was eleven. Look, here's the deal. They are very well-written stories. With mm-hmm. expansive worlds that expensive? have a lot of expansive. They are very large worlds that mm-hmm. have a lot of detail. And mm-hmm. for an author like J.K. Rowling to come up with these worlds was kind of fantastic. Mm-hmm. Now, the story behind J.K. Rowling is kind of fantastic all on its own. She was mm-hmm. living in her car. She had her kids. She, she didn't have a home. and No, they so didn't you, have a home to live in. You relate and to a female author? Book, what does it matter if she's a female author? I'm just she's asking. writing about the characters. How did we get started with this? I oh, yeah, the play. <laughs> you going to go watch it, you nerd? I can. It's in New York. <laughs> I don't fly. You don't fly? No. When was the last time you flew? Ever? In a highly turbulent place going to Arizona, and it was not pleasant. I stopped flying after I saw La Bamba. <laughs> Should we play Sleepwalk? Yeah, I love that song. 
Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to see the stage play, mm-hmm. but to wrap it up, I'm just going to say I love Harry Potter. Mm. I love the fact that they're opening the Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Universal. Yeah. I can't wait to go because I've been wanting to go to the one in Florida. Yeah. But because it hasn't either been in our budget and or I can't transport myself there magically without the magical contraption known as a plane. Right. I don't know when we'll be going to Florida. Why don't you just get on your broom and fly over there? It's called a Nimbus 2000. Thank you. Oh, now, I would like to wrap up this conversation by saying that I don't think a stage production is going to work. Why not? Cause, well, cause they relied on didn't computer work. effects for the movie. They relied on parlor tricks for the theme park. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do on stage? The same parlor tricks that they rely on in the theme park. I think they relied on a lot more than just parlor tricks. The only parlor trick that I really saw was the illusion of you walking through that gate nine and seven tenths. Which looks kind of cool, actually. Man, I was really hoping he was going to correct me. <laughs> no, I mean, the illusion of you walking through the wall for that yeah. looks really cool. Yeah, but aside from that, you get on the train and it's screens that make it look like you're flying through. Yeah, you know, things three-fourths, actually. There you go. That's what I was waiting for. It's, a, it's not a musical, is it? it oh, it has, to, it be. has to be. A musical. You want it to be a musical? Well, I don't know if it that has to be, but I think life. it might actually be a musical. Those are the worst. I know. No, it's not, dude. Musicals are terrible. Hey, not all musicals are terrible. Not all music, exactly. Let me rephrase that. Most musicals are terrible, like almost all of them. Look, we don't go watch stage plays or musicals all that much, Mm -hmm. but I could tell you that I read the book Wicked and Mm -hmm. I saw the stage production of Wicked Mm -hmm. and I love it. Okay. Javier, how many musicals have you been to? (laughs) Just Wicked. You didn't like Wicked? Oh, I loved Wicked. Then why are musicals terrible? Because I don't care for the rest. Have you seen the rest? Kinda. And then I changed the channel or... Do you have a musical channel? No, no, no. Like, let's say Phantom of the Opera's on. The, the other Flip. one that... You the other like one Phantom? That, no. Phantom's good. The um, other one that I, that I heard I was that. fantastic and we never got a chance to go see it was What's The Book that? of Mormon. Oh, I wanted to see that. What a brilliant musical. Really? Yes. You, you watched saw it? it? Yes. Yeah, I heard that it was just amazing. That and I think the the revival of Newsies was really good too, I think. Was Olaf in the in the play? From Frozen? Yeah. In what play? Book of Mormon. The dude that makes the voice. I don't know his real name. Josh Gad? Yeah. Wasn't he in the Book of Mormon? Was he? Yeah. And this is how you derail a podcast. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> On the Hogwarts Express, I'm sure. <laughs> I wish I knew what that meant. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are lame. (laughs) I just want to go to Diagon Alley and just yell out, Diagonally! Can I apologize to these Disney listeners? I I can guarantee that a bunch of the same people that like Disney that listen to our podcast Mm -hmm. also love Harry Potter. Uh, There is a Harry Potter day at Disneyland after all. Right. No, I guarantee it. It's a great set of books. The okay. stories are fantastic. They are yeah. well written. They are very well thought out. It's a very, very complete story. I don't know what much more you could want. Like, there's a lot of action. That it, it doesn't seem like they are necessarily kids' books. And I won't deny it. Harry Potter had a huge fan base. So I actually want to hear from people if you're going to like a musical version of Harry Potter. Yeah. Is it a musical or just a play? Well, it says play, right? I think it was a play. play. Yeah, yeah. I'm already getting carried away and creating a musical in my head. (laughs) Play. Harry Potter as a play. Is that going to work? I I don't think think so. 
No. I think it would. No. No All one's right. going to watch. Time will tell. Okay, so explain this article you found earlier this week in regards to the food they are now serving at Walt Disney World. <laughs> Do we have to? Because I didn't think we were going to talk about it. Well, you sparked my interest. Uh-huh. Because I thought it was totally fake. Oh, no, it's when real. When you mentioned it, I thought, there is no way yeah, that, that this is true. Right. And I went as far enough to say that I believe that the person writing this is just making it sound like it's this. <laughs> there is no way that the Disney company is doing this. And then Mario said, well, it was written by time. <laughs> and I thought, there is no possible way. Yeah. And then he showed me. Yeah. Javier, what did you read in this article? Uh, it kind of said uh, Disney World will now be presenting edible poop. Edible poop, you say? Yeah. This is what we've resorted to. Now, yeah. I was kind of on board with what you were saying, Hazen, when you were telling me, okay, look, this is just some writer writing this out this way because they probably created chocolate balls. And because maybe they had a horrible experience at Walt Disney World and they thought, I'm a writer. This is how I'll get back at them. Right. And then it was time. Yeah. (laughs) So according to what they were saying in Time.com, at Disney's Animal Kingdom, chefs were working in conjunction with like all the animal trainers and stuff like that to kind of make certain chocolate delicacies. Look like some of the specimens. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where someone can look at this chocolate brown and go, that's a giraffe. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. you need to compare it between, like, a giraffe or, like, a hippo's. And it's like, oh, that's, that's an elephant that's, that's right an there. Elephant right there. This, I don't even know why this is a thing. Can we, can we just not? Can we just say, yeah. let's leave food alone and let's yeah. not make it resemble things that shouldn't be edible to begin with? <laughs> Seriously. Right. This should not be a thing. It should. You know, I found another article of the the same the same topic of a little girl <laughs> chocolate all over her face. No. 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 I a million promise. times, no. This seriously should not even be a thing. How this got passed, I don't... Look, I don't get it either. I'm such a huge advocate about what Disney does right. because I'm big on the Disney magic. Yes. This, no. No, it's, no, no. It's happening, man. No. It's happening. No, it has to be an it April does, Fool's It doesn't joke matter how many June. times you're saying no. This has to be like a belated April Fool's <laughs> joke where they thought, ha you'd never expect it in June. <laughs> yeah, just, I, I, I really don't get it. Look, yeah, the article the, came out yesterday. The gimmick and conversation piece is called Match the Species. <laughs> I just And customers are encouraged to match. How? Like to make a game of guessing. Who it belongs, like what it belongs to. Why? Oh my god! Yeah, Are they going to show a picture of a now, real one? Now, obviously, they don't like advertise it that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't say that up on the boards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. According to them, it probably says it on the receipts. Like when you buy it, it'll say like. What do you mean? Like the the receipt will say like poo giraffe or like poop hippo or something ridiculous like that. Do you that. think they're priced differently? I'm depending on the size. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I love loving Hazen's face. I but think, it's just, I think but, chocolate has just been ruined. Like, it just seriously sounds ridiculous. It is. How does this even make sense as something they can market? Yeah. 
Hey, man, they're doing it. <laughs> wonder if McDonald's is going to come out with their own version. <laughs> <laughs> it worked for Disney. Here we go. <laughs> then every fast food joint's going to be like, look, dog or cat. <laughs> uh, like, I don't, I, uh, I just can't, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, this doesn't sound real. I hope it's not. This better show up tomorrow as like a fake article. That's what I'm saying. We do have listeners in Florida. Please go to Disney World and confirm if this is real or not. I do want to know if this is real. If Take a picture. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's what we want. We want pictures. And, and yeah, take a picture and tag us. I want to oh, know. I just... <laughs> yeah. Hashtag I just can't. No. I don't... Serious. Guys, no. Like, it makes zero <laughs> sense. Like, I'm it really sorry. does. I want to eat chocolate now. Yeah. <laughs> you have never liked chocolate a day in your life. I hate chocolate, but now I want to try. And what? now you're for it because of this? <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> wow. Okay. Moving on. Giraffe. Okay. Well. Yeah, that was Disney World. Let's move on to Disneyland. Let's, <laughs> let's move on to Disneyland where... I guess I can say that this is just happening at Disneyland because it's also happening at Disney World. What's up? Earlier this week, California Screaming got shut down. Wait, what? California Screaming got shut down. Oh, I had no idea. And California Screaming was shut down because just as the coaster was reaching the peak before they were about to dive down, okay, someone pulled out a selfie stick. No. The ride was stopped. For just a little over two hours. And the next day, Disney said, you know what? We're not banning selfie sticks on just a few rides. We're banning them park-wide. Wow. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is true. You win. You cannot take your selfie stick to the (laughs) Disneyland Resort anymore. Yep. They are banned park-wide starting. uh, I don't know when it's starting in Walt Disney World. but just start it now. I mean, what's the hold-up? Disneyland officially bans them starting June 30th. Hmm. I want you to honestly think about this scenario, okay? Go ahead. Because you have that, like, exciting point when a roller coaster is slowly climbing before it's going to make that big drop. If you're doing something like that, some person breaks out a selfie stick and the ride stops, you're going to be pretty heated. Right. But this ride shoots you out at, like, 30 miles an hour. (laughs) So the fact that you did this first, and then you have to stop at the top because someone pulled out a selfie stick, that's just going to annoy me. (laughs) However, I would like to thank that person for being selfish and pulling out a selfie stick because you've now banned them from the entire park for all time. You should just call it selfish stick. The selfish selfish (laughs) stick. (laughs) Well, Mario... You win. Hey, I you do win. win. You win. <laughs> this is a great day for me. You guys have no idea. My primary concern with this now is that as a photographer, I generally take a tripod or a monopod with me when I go to the park. Right. A monopod is not a selfie stick. It's not. And I know I've talked about this before that I've used my monopod in quote unquote selfie stick like scenarios. When we're trying to get a picture, you know, of a land or whatever the case is. But, you know, the the monopod is the basic way of stabilizing your camera mm-hmm. without having to take an entire tripod, which can be three times heavier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The monopod is the is one. It's just a single stick. stick, with, stick. A, with a 
a ball head on the top where you put the camera on. Mm-hmm. So and it just hits the ground and holds it steady. Or does it, it, it have just, to? It helps keep it steady. Oh, okay. I mean, well, I mean, it it's for that purpose to basically mm-hmm. put it on the ground at your height level, mm-hmm. and you just use it to stabilize so that most. Most pictures people take are not sharp or shaky because they're going up and down, not because they're going side to side. Mm-hmm. So in order to stabilize them, they use a monopod to eliminate the up and down shake when you're lifting your camera to your mm. face. So my primary concern is that because they look so much like selfie sticks, monopods will be banned. And because monopods will be banned, I hope that they don't take the step and start banning tripods because it does... You know, it puts a damper on a lot of photographers, not just for me, that take their tripods and they try to get, you know, photographs of the resort, fireworks and all that stuff, which are dependent on tripods. I just hope they don't ban those because some person decides to whip out a monopod on Big Thunder Mountain or something like that. Now, look, asking you if you actually have a selfie stick and stuff like that, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen if you start carrying a monopod around. But the truth is, do I think they're going to start banning these things just because they're similar to selfie sticks? I highly doubt it. And the I reason... I, you think so? Yeah. Why do you believe that? Because, well, I'll use a tripod as an example. If they're, if a tripod is sticking out, anybody can trip on it. That's a pretty good point. But I think the whole reason the selfie stick is banned, and this is the thing that just really gets me, that I just can't take it. People are not observant of their surroundings. When you have a tripod and you have a monopod, you are because you're trying to capture the moment. Right. You're considerate of where other people are and what they're doing. When someone's walking around with a selfie stick and just hitting people in the head without paying attention, that's what really gets on my nerves. If I was hazing, I'd be worried. I wouldn't. I would. Because I, got, I kind of agree with Javier, dude. And that's, that's why, why you I don't pay attention to other people's surroundings. Of, <laughs> it can be seen as something hazardous, something uh, a leg is sticking out that can trip anybody. Dude. Would you ever stick a monopod out while you're going up a roller coaster? No, but I wouldn't. But that doesn't mean somebody else wouldn't. I really don't think they would. Ah, uh, well, we also didn't think they'd do it with selfie sticks. I did, and that's why I'm glad they're banned. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'd be I'm, I'm kind of concerned about it. I'd be worried. I really hope that my. I, I hope that the way that this is treated is that they make you. Maybe not get on the ride if you have it. You right. see what I mean? That if you want to put it away before and if you want to you know, get on the ride, put it in your backpack. They're pretty restricted spaces. It's not like you can take it out really quickly you know, once you're on the ride. Or if you want to leave it there before you get on the ride, whatever the case is. I just hope that they don't completely ban all that stuff because it resembles the selfie stick. There is a huge difference, obviously. Monopods are a lot thicker because they need to be able to stabilize some of the weight that you put on it. You know, the features are a little bit different. Selfie sticks are very thin and long, and they look more like a pointer stick in a classroom than they do anything else. A car antenna. Like a car antenna, Yeah. yeah. And I just hope, like I said, I just hope some person doesn't decide that they want to use a monopod as a selfie stick all of a sudden and that they ruin it for photographers. I agree, so. and it, but I'd be scared. I wouldn't I, I worry. I kind of am. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't worry about it. I think you're fine. Take that, everyone holding selfie sticks. I'm glad you wasted 20 bucks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> any photographers out there or anyone that 
has something like a monopod or a tripod, what do you guys think? Do you guys feel that Disneyland or Walt Disney World will do the same thing with these things? Do you think that they look enough like selfie sticks that a cast member or somebody that works for the company will maybe mistakenly tell you, hey, that's a selfie stick you can't get on or you have to go put it in a locker or something like that? Am I thinking too much into this or do you guys kind of agree that this could ruin it for photographers or amateur photographers or just people that like to take pictures, whatever the case is? Let us know in the comments. I'd like to know what you guys think about it. And I would like to thank all my supporters. <laughs> who who supported you on the on the selfie stick band? Disneyland. Yes. Disneyland support. We you. fought the good fight and we won. You want you want to know who doesn't support you? Who doesn't support me? The people that didn't like you talking about the Mara openings. <laughs> hey, now hold on a second. I may have people that supported me on that no selfie stick thing. But however, I'm actually glad you brought that up. Because, as you're aware, there were a lot of people that weren't happy with my comments I made about the new Indiana Jones light show that happened. I wasn't the happy starts. with them. See what happens when you talk? Yeah, it's true. No good comes of me speaking. Let me shut off your mic. Let me get the random yeah, one on. Dude, no, no, dude. hold on. I have some stuff to say. Why? You want to upset other people? I do. I do. But look. Now, honestly, look. I have to make a few corrections because I promised I would. Okay? I made a comment about being in, like, the Temple of Doom in the right, and that's obviously not the case. Okay? Someone made a very good point to me that I can't compare it to something like that because technically it's not the Temple of Doom. It's the Temple of the Forbidden Eye. Right. So clearly, if you kind of want to arrange things differently because it's not movie-based, you can get away with stuff like that, like creating those different entrances. Well, aren't there elements of all three movies in the ride? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm but the point is, positive. But the point is, when I said the Temple of Doom, it's obviously not the Temple of Doom. Therefore, I can't compare it to the movie, meaning this thing has its own separate identity, and therefore that entrance makes sense. I'm now, not, I'm not... I'm not exactly totally positive, but isn't that kind of what I said? Yes. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know. I have to hold go back on. and listen to it, apparently. You also have people who did agree with you and said that... Like everyone agreed? Yes. Hold on. Hold on. No, there you, were some people that disagreed. You okay. also have people who agreed and said that that was the way the ride was intended. It just didn't really work with the technology they had back then. Right. Therefore, it makes sense that it's doing this. However... Be that as it may. Dude, sit down. That doesn't mean that it Dude, makes... seriously, sit, sit down. down. Why are you standing all of a sudden? Let me finish my thought and I'll sit down. <laughs> that doesn't mean it makes sense to me. So you want passionate. the rest of the box to stand on? <laughs> it's not... Is that a soapbox? Now, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. All right. Okay? Let's let talk. Okay? Sorry. Go ahead. New technology at Disney. I'm all for it. I'm ridiculously impressed. Okay? You can make the entire park a light show. Fireworks are spectacular because of all the pyrotechnics. And all the special effects that are happening everywhere, okay? Let's assume Disneyland decides they want to start building this really beautiful hologram statue of Walt Disney. It's not even going to be a physical thing. It's going to be this really beautiful statue that's going to look real. That would be rad. Right? And let's go ahead and place it right... Holographic Walt. Now let's go ahead and place that hologram right in the middle of Frontierland. Okay. That doesn't make sense. It makes total sense. That makes zero sense. Why? It's not fitting to the environment, and that's the point what I'm trying to make. Tomorrow? To me, it's just not fitting to the environment. I'm very impressed with the effects, and I'm very impressed with the way they're like accomplishing the stuff. I just don't find it fitting to the entrance of the ride. But if it looks real, who cares? It doesn't look real. It starts to sparkle in purple Have when you, you walk seen into it the in person. No. 
then that's what you're missing. You need to see it in person. Will I be impressed with the effect and how it's pulled off? I'm sure I will. No, No, you won't. It's just a light. Look, I think that if you see it in person, you're going to see it differently because you're not going to see this overexposed video that exposes a lot of the ride that shouldn't be. It's not as bright when you ride it. It goes with the story well. When you're actually passing the door and you're approaching Mara, okay? Mm-hmm. The effects of the bleeding eye and kind of everything mm-hmm. that happens around her, depending on which of the three you this go. This is sounding like last that, week's episode. No, I'm just I'm just asking. Do you think that that looks okay for that yeah. entrance? Yeah. Then the effect of the door is simply adding to that experience. I think you need to see it in person. I vote for see it in person. Javier? I want him just to sit down. Yeah, sit down. (laughs) (laughs) Cast your vote and I'll sit down. Just tell me he needs to see it in person. Uh, See it in person. Bam. Don't see it in person. I don't care. Seriously? (laughs) I will go see the ride in person. Okay. Can we go back to the hologram, Walt? I know. That would be rad. That would be rad. I am so for a holographic Walt. Mm-hmm. You guys don't pay attention to like anything I say, huh? What? Huh? Moving on. <laughs> Are we supposed to? Huh? Anyways, I stand by my point. I'll go to Disneyland soon. I'll get on the ride. Then I'll make a fair assessment. Well, fair enough? There you go. Okay. There you go. I heard, actually, I read an article also having to do with the fact that this one actually came out a couple weeks ago. I know we weren't able to bring it up in the last couple of episodes, but apparently Disneyland is thinking about doing tier ticket pricing. And this was part of a survey that went out, ironically, after the 24-hour event mm. and all the things that happened during the 24-hour event mm-hmm. with people not being able to get in and stuff like that. How would you feel if there was a gold, silver, and bronze ticket that you could buy? The gold would be kind of an all-access day. doesn't matter when you use it. The bronze is kind of like a deluxe pass almost where it has blockout dates. And the bronze has a ton of blockout dates. And Mm -hmm. so they use it as a basis to filter crowds per se. Right. I'm going to start by asking you, Javier, because you technically don't go to the park as much as, as we do. Would that deter you even more from wanting to go? Or do you think it's good that you'd be able to pay an extra 10 or 15 or $20 to go on a day that you can be guaranteed is not going to be so packed and enjoy more of the park? I will answer it with because they're keeping the poor out. Yes, it would keep me away. I can't afford it. I can't even afford the bronze prices, which is to our current prices of what ninety something dollars. That's yeah. the bronze. The bronze would be ninety nine dollars, which is the current entrance ticket right. price. So and now they want to get more money out of people. That's that's how I see it, man. If I can be honest, I, I just see it as it's not about reducing people. It's it's about getting more money. I don't even think it's about the money. Because if I cannot afford $99, then I can't afford $115. I don't think it's about the money. Mm-hmm. I really think it's about trying to just say, am I willing to pay this extra 20 bucks to go in or not? Mm-hmm. The hardcore fans will say, yeah, I'll the, pay it. The hardcore fans are going to get the 
premium pass. But that that's what matter. I'm saying. That I think it's not about the money. I think it's really trying to filter out the people that don't want to spend the extra money. It's for filtering out those who can't afford it. What about you? What do you think? I'm actually still very confused with how this functions. Why? I just I, I really don't get the structure. It's basically the way that a premium, deluxe, or any of the passes work with blockout dates or non-blockout dates, but tier ticket pricing. So if you want to go on a date, let's say you went on the 24-hour day. Right. If you went now, the ticket price is 99 bucks. Okay. Because that's what an entrance to Disneyland is. Okay. That's just what it costs. But let's say that they started doing this tier ticket pricing. Mm-hmm. Instead of $99 for the 24-hour event, you'd pay 120 for that day. And the next day it would go back to ninety nine dollars because it's a bronze day. So they they know exactly what days are the busiest. Well, they've always known that, right? or else they wouldn't have the passes so, the way they do. So right. now they're gonna implement it with the tier passes, the tier, the tier, tier. Yeah, the tier tickets. But see, so, Mario's right. Mm-hmm. Mario's right. They already know this because that's exactly what the purpose why of passes having exist. different passes. Right. Yeah have blockout dates and why they don't have so blockout dates. So now they're dates. doing it on individual days. Right. So the only thing that's different now is that now the tickets themselves mm-hmm. will will also filter out those days. So if you go, let's say, on Thursday when it's not a busy day, it will be $99 for the ticket. If you go on the next day and it just happens to be a busy day, it will be 120 On Saturday, 120 Sunday, not as busy. Back to $99 on that day. Mm-hmm. So busy days will just cost more than regular days. Right. I mean, I'll be honest. I kind of agree with Javier. It's really more for a profit thing. And it really sounded like you agreed with him too. I don't think so. Well, what was your logic behind why that would make sense? Because the hardcore fans will pay for it. Right. Then the park's never going to be empty. It will be emptier than what it is now. I doubt it. I doubt it too. I think it would. I think it would definitely help. I think it won't because people will say, well, it's only 10 more dollars each. Well, it's only $15 each. And people try to analyze it like that. Just the way when uh, annual pass holders go, well, $800 is not that bad if you consider if I go at least eight times a year, it's the same thing to me. I mean, think about all the out-of-towners. The people who don't really focus on these structures, the people out of state, you know, like out of the country, mm-hmm. if they're not really aware of this because they're not they're gonna come anyway. Fans, yeah. they're already there. Right. They're gonna do it. They're gonna pay it. Yeah, but most people vacation for an entire week, which means they can buy a package, which may have a discount, and most of the days are going to be regular price anyway. So you like Santana tacos? If it increased by fifty cents each, would you stop eating them more? Probably not. There you go. You will keep eating it. You because you're gonna go. Well, it was just fifty cents more. Well, literally, that is what more, you're gonna say. That is literally what you're gonna say. You're gonna what's buy, the alternative? And then you're gonna buy two. Well, it was only one dollar more. But what's the alternative? Taco Bell. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's you're it's, paying for the quality of right. Meat. Well, and let's call no. Let's call the alternative. Go. Let's call the alternative Taco Tuesday. Where tacos Taco are a dollar. You're gonna go. But on from Friday night, you're craving Santana's. You're not going to wait till Tuesday to eat them. And you're still going to go and you're still going to buy it, no matter the price, because you love Santana tacos. Well, I want to know what everybody else thinks about this, because <laughs> I think I'm, I'm fine with it. If I think, I really think that it would help bring down the crowds more, because if you're a pass holder. You're fine with it because you, you're an annual pass holder. So you think that if I wasn't, I wouldn't be okay with it? Correct. 
But if I wasn't an annual pass holder, I probably wouldn't be going as often as I do because I'm an annual pass holder. Yeah, because you wouldn't buy it anyway. But those that will, will pay the price. No, it doesn't mean I necessarily wouldn't pay for it because I probably still would. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't go as often. Yeah. Or I would choose to go on the days that aren't as expensive. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't think it would deter me. The point about having a pass is exactly what you said, that I can break down the price and say that as long as I go this amount of times, I know I've at least broken even. Mm-hmm. If I go more, then I've already paid for more than the pass. Mm-hmm. That's the logic behind getting a pass. If you don't go that often or don't care to go that often, then you buy a ticket for a day or you go twice a year, once a year, once every three or four, depending on what your fandom is. That's what passes are meant for. The thing is that people are using the passes to just hang out like most of us do, and they're getting very, very crowded. So my question is, will that deter a family from going? Depends on the size of the family. Really? I I disagree. I don't. I think they will go anyway, no matter the price, because they've this they've decided that the family's gonna go to Disneyland. Dude, the numbers aren't gonna change. They're not. They're really not. They're not. Now, I mean, I know we've had this conversation before, and I think when we were talking about it, they were discussing uh, the the increase in the AP prices. Right when they dropped the parking from the lower passes of yeah. the premium. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, honestly, since we've had that conversation till this, I mean, think about everything that's been done to the park you know what i'm saying i mean think about everything that came together just for like the 60th anniversary okay a 24-hour event all the new foods that were introduced light shows fireworks the hatbox ghost 4k screens on california screaming if you really think about it these increases in these prices yeah it's for that profit but it's to improve the park yeah i see what you're saying um I don't know. Maybe maybe your argument is swaying me towards maybe it is to pay for all this stuff. It makes sense. Uh, yeah. Innovation I mean, costs I'm money. Not, <laughs> I'm not going to be totally stubborn and say, no, it's because of this. I, I get what you're going. I know that recently there was talks with the city of Anaheim where uh, Disneyland was trying to convince them to give them money to build infrastructure right. for, the, for the city. And the infrastructure would be – I, I guess I, I haven't fully read the article, but I know it had something to do along the lines where if for the next 30 years the city of Anaheim doesn't charge them taxes, they will build out one or both of the parks, yeah. build more right. parking and stuff like that. Hmm. I think they already had that in place. It started back in 1996 mm-hmm. when they had made a deal that was very similar where they weren't getting taxed in certain ways. They brought a whole bunch more jobs into Anaheim when they did the first, you know, set of changes to the park. Then they did California Adventure, brought a whole bunch more uh, jobs into the city. And I think they're trying to do that again because their contract ends next June in 2016. Wow. So maybe that's a part of it, too. And I, I don't know. I Like I said, I'm not going to fully be stubborn and just be like, no, you know what? The Disney magic is what's going to take you there. <laughs> But the Disney magic will take you there. And I, I can kind of see your argument as far as they're using the money to build out more of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you guys think? If if you guys completely agree with Mario or what's your take on it? You know, is it strictly for the money? Is it strictly to build out the parks? Or is it, you know, to thin out the crowds? Because remember, this isn't going to happen. 
this was a hypothetical thing. It was a survey sent out to some annual pass holders, and they were basically asking, if we did this, would you be cool with it? So, yeah, so let us know. We just, we, we'd like to hear what you guys have to say about this whole situation and whether you think it would actually happen. And then hypothetically in a few months, it's going to be like Disneyland with all-time low attendance. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll be I like, oh, I was, I was wrong. On an anniversary year? No. No. Not going to happen. Ain't happening. It's funny because you just like stepped all over your point. Or <laughs> 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 you said it wouldn't like <laughs> keep people away. You know who's not going to deter? All the thirty Club 33 members that pay, what, $15,000 a year? I want to say it's 18 now, but yeah. Oh, my God. Really? I don't know. <laughs> I know it's That's possibly scary? gone up. A little bit. <laughs> That's like buying a car every year. It'll keep one member up. <laughs> <laughs> or should I say a former member? <laughs> oh, the guy that got banned this last week? Yes. A guy got banned? Yeah. Yes, he did. Whoa. And here's, How? Here's the... Did he not this pay his $18,000? No. He must have lost so, the check in the mail. <laughs> no. So here's here's the deal. So this this member was he, – he says, I don't know what the validity of the comment is, but apparently he's one of the original members Whoa. of Club 33. He's one of the original 100. Wait a minute. So yeah. how old is this guy? Like 87 years old. And, <laughs> okay. And he got kicked out? Well, his membership was canceled. Oh. And Club 33 has very, very specific rules about what you can do with invites and tickets and stuff like that. One of the rules for the membership is that you can't auction off or sell your tickets. I thought you were going to say you can't talk about Club 33. (laughs) Wrong club. (laughs) (laughs) We both know about that one. That's the wrong club. So, All right, so, I wasn't paying attention. I was thinking of that joke. What happened to this guy? <laughs> Take the soap. Here. <laughs> Take the, the so the the whole thing was that he was one of the again. I I can't confirm the validity of all of these because I was just reading multiple sources on this. But right. apparently, he's one of the original hundred members of Club Thirty Three. Okay, and that recently his membership was canceled, and he is suing. Disneyland for canceling his membership. Whoa. Okay. Suing Disneyland okay, okay, for okay. canceling his membership. I'm excited. Because they canceled it because his friend sold the tickets. So he basically gave tickets to a friend. Regular Admi- day no, pass? No, no, no. Not tic- uh, admission to get into 33. Oh, Because gotcha. as a member. I didn't know. As a member, one of the things that you were able to do was. Bring guests? Well, you didn't necessarily have to be there. That's one of the changes that they're putting back into effect that if if I heard this correctly, it's before if you were a member of 33, you could just call in advance, make a reservation and say, hey, this person is going with my name. Just mm. let them in if they say my name. Okay. Except that if people like you or I just knew this person's name, we'd be like, yeah, yeah, this person sent us. And they didn't always check. So now... I think that in order to do that, you have to be there if you're a member. Is that how you got in? in. I got in with the member. No, I was going to say, oh, yeah, I'm Bob Gurr. No. (laughs) People know what Bob (laughs) Gurr looks like. I look nothing like Bob Gurr. (laughs) Now, he actually gave him admission to 33. Okay. And I guess his friend auctioned them off or sold them or something like that. Auctioned them to charity. And it's one of the rules that you cannot do that. 
oh. as a 33 member. So his rebuttal was, I didn't know that's what he was doing with it. He just happened to do it without me knowing. Here's the kicker, though. Okay. Apparently, it's not the first time he's done something like that. Ah, so he's had warnings. Yes. And a Disney spokesperson came out and said this is not his first offense. Mm. So I think he had already been warned about doing something like this. Right. And I just, I, I, I don't know. Like, if you're paying that much money a year, do you want to stick to your rules? And do you want to say this is what you have to abide by? Or do you just want to just let it slide? They're going to find someone else to take his seat, so I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure they will because mm-hmm. there's a crazy long list of people yeah, that are worried. willing to take that spot. Right. Let me actually just start off this conversation by saying, sir, I have zero sympathy for what happened to you. Come on, he's 80-something years old. And yet I still have zero sympathy. How about that? So <laughs> let me explain, okay? First off, if I were Disney – I wouldn't have even given him a warning. First offense, you're out of here. Who are we without our integrity, right? You're not a Boy Scout, are you? No, I'm not. Okay? But he makes a good point. Okay? Aside from the fact that this guy's been enjoying Disneyland for the past 50 years at Club 33, I have been trying to get in since I was in high school. And, oh, yes, he was probably still at 33 one of those days I found out about it for the very first time. Because you have 18,000 at 15 years old. I started saving. (laughs) But I have a rejection letter for a reason. Okay, because this guy had my seat all the while. Also, auctioning- oh, I didn't know he had it. Oh well, okay, I'm sorry. All the while, they were auctioning off tickets. Yeah. Okay, which I you just- could have purchased for much cheaper <laughs> that I could have purchased and donated that money to charity and gotten into 33. Okay, right. he got to enjoy the original Club 33. Yes. For like 50 somewhat years, so you're he jealous. broke rules. Yeah. <laughs> of course I am. Good. He broke rules. And I'm sorry. I mean, that's just the way it goes. There are many other people who want to get into this club mm-hmm. who will abide by those rules if you just let them in. But what and if this he guy le- took advantage of it. What if he legitimately had no idea? He How wasn't do able you have to? no idea about this? Because he gave a ticket away and all he did was auction it off. Okay, maybe I'm just a jerk, but here's the thing. Okay, if someone pulled that stunt with me yeah. and they gave me that warning, never again am I giving your tickets out. Well, we're, you are we're, coming with me, or you're not coming at all. We're assuming that that he has violated before. Yeah. Well, I'm, Disney, I'm looking at Disney at this, did come this out one ev- one uh, event. Disney did come out, and an official spokesperson for the park came out and said, "This isn't his first offense doing something like this." I don't know what the other offenses were. Yeah. All I know is that he's been warned about stuff like this in the past. Mm-hmm. After hearing your argument, ah. I- I kind of have to agree with Mario. <laughs> you know, if if it, if I was in the situation, considering how much money I'm paying now, mm-hmm. granted, rich people are rich for a reason, and they got all sorts of money, and they do whatever they want with it. And if that is just kind of chump change for him, and mm-hmm. he's like, whatever, I'll take this. Maybe he doesn't care about the money; he cares about the ability to go. Right. But if I was spending that money, regardless if it was the money or being able to go because I in, I would enjoy being there, I agree with Mario where if somebody did that to me and I got a warning from Disney saying, hey, this better not happen again, I would stop giving out invitations. Yeah. I would just say, you know what? I will meet you there or I'm sorry, I cannot do that. Hmm. And the fact that he kept doing it, and now, you know, he's all like, oh, my God, what happened? I didn't know. But if stuff like this has happened in the past, mm-hmm. 
I have to agree with Mario on this one. And then my other point right now. Because he took Mario's seat. Because he had my seat at the original version of the club that I wanted to sit in, but that's beside the point. You sit know, you down, were, dude. You know you were born like 20 years after that. And then I wanted to go. <laughs> the last point I want to make here. That you won't help an old man cross the street? If you let me into 33, I will. <laughs> that, that, that violates rules, man. You can't do that. That's true. Not if he's there. Not if he's there. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. The only other point I want to make is if this guy was really upset about this, he should have sued his friend instead of Disneyland. His friend was the one that violated the policy. You know, he should point. have sued that guy for the profit, the money that he lost on that membership. Yeah. Instead of Disneyland. Because Disneyland had rules in place and he was supposed to follow them, and guess what? He didn't. Hmm. Okay. Well, like I said, I kind of agree with Mario on this one. If if it was already, you know, multiple offenses, I mean, who knows? Maybe it was one. Maybe it was two. We don't know. That's that's kind of the factor here. But bottom line, he broke a rule. Bottom line is a rule got broken. Mm-hmm. He didn't break it because I kind of want to side on the fact that what if he actually didn't know? I totally get what you're saying. What if he didn't know that his friend was going to do this? Right. Okay, he could have actually been totally in the dark and his friend screwed him over. Right. Okay, but if it was already an offense that if it was something similar or whatever the case was, then I have to agree with Mario and say if he got burned once, he shouldn't have done something like this again. He should have known that this was a possibility and that he maybe he could have had his membership revoked. And who knows? Mario would have had a seat at Club 33. <laughs> I'd be there right now. Would you? Yeah. Instead of recording? Yeah. Nah, actually, I do believe that. I believe it, too. <laughs> Considering he was on the monorail that one time that we called him on the phone. It was a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys think about this guy's membership being revoked? Do you feel sorry for him? Are you on Mario's side? Or do you kind of sympathize like Javier? I'm kind of in the middle. I kind of agree with Mario a little bit more because, again, offenses happen. And if you were warned, you shouldn't have done it. But what do you guys think? Leave us a comment. Before we close out the podcast, I want to remind you guys that we are doing the Podcateers Day at the Movies on July 12th. That is a Sunday. We'll be meeting at the AMC at Downtown Disney just like we did before. We're going to be watching Inside Out. Yeah. And again, we know that a lot of people will have seen it by then. Oh, uh, yeah. The numbers show the it. The numbers show it. The numbers do show it. Breaking records. What was the record that it was second? It was behind... Uh... Jurassic World? Yes, it was behind Jurassic World. Nice. It made $91 million in the nice. first weekend. Very good numbers. Yeah. The only difference is people wanted to see Inside Out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hearing very bad things about Jurassic World. No. I am, actually. Really? Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I haven't seen it yet, so yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it's it. It's a Lego video game now. That. Everything's a Lego Everything's video, a Lego yeah. video game. <laughs> I'm surprised Club 33 isn't a Lego hey, video game. Hey, even Harry Potter. You, the, That's true. Lego, do you Harry want Potter. one? Do you want me to buy it for you, buddy? I have it already. Uh, shocking. <laughs> but we're going to be watching Inside Out at the AMC in downtown Disney. We're going to be getting together sometime around the middle of the day, just like before. Pocket After movie? the movie. No. <laughs> After the movie, we're going to be getting together at Trader Sam's, and we're just going to be hanging, having some drinks, having some food. We are going to be recording a segment for an upcoming episode, just like we did for Tomorrowland. So if you guys want to join us, head on down that day and just hang with us, say hello. Remember that 
Javier being in downtown Disney is just as good, and you get the Javier selfie points. Don't tell them that. But it's true. No. It it still counts. It does. Whatever. Also, remember that we are having our Disney Infinity 3.0 Mickey Mouse giveaway. Yeah. Right? So if you are listening to this before July 3rd, make sure you head on over to podcasters.com slash Mickey. Enter your email address, your name, submit that, and follow the instructions that you receive on screen and in the email to make sure you are entered. But that is your official entry into the contest. So if they want to take away my Mickey Mouse, they need to enter their email address. It was you never, never your had Mickey one. Mouse. It was my Mickey Mouse. Never. I'm going to say no. I licked it. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just get unsubscribers? <laughs> <laughs> the numbers oh, just went, went down. <laughs> That's what people unsubscribing sounds like. <laughs> I guarantee you guys, Javier did not lick it. He did not. It's hidden from him. It is. It's a hidden Where Mickey. is it? It's hidden. I'm literally looking for it. Hold it's on. It's hidden. Is it really hidden? Yep. Hidden Mickey? And I'll tell you why. <laughs> it's a hidden Mickey. And I'll tell you why. Not five hidden. seconds ago did I make that joke. You did? Yeah. I missed it. It wasn't funny when you said it. <laughs> oh, that's the difference. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you why I hit it, and it has nothing to do with Javier. It's the the fact that Noah saw it and totally wants it now. Ah, uh, yeah. So he has officially claimed it as his, and I had to hide it because he kept saying, I need to open it. I said, I'm sorry, what? He says, I need to open that Mickey. Uh, I don't blame him. Yeah. It's really cool looking. Yeah, I like cool. it. So Tell I can't him wait to subscribe and wait until July 3rd. <laughs> oh, he can't because he's family. Oh, he doesn't have email oh, either. Disqualified. No, he's got one of those. He does? Yeah, wow. Fancy no, kid. dude, he's five. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know his age. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up. If you guys have any questions, send us any questions that you have to comments at podcasters.com. If you guys oh, keep it to us. yourselves. No, leave us a comment. <sighs> Why don't you keep your comments to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, like like Hazen said last time. It's not like I read them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's you. That's true. Yeah. Well, you you want more work, so go ahead. Uh, I don't mind it actually. Yeah. I love hearing comments from listeners. Cool. They're cool. If you guys want to send us a message, send it over to comments at pocketeers.com. You can also leave us a message on any of our posts on Instagram. We are at Pocketeers, or you can send us a tweet. We are also at Pocketeers on Twitter. If you guys want to find us on Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash podcateers. And, of course, you can head over to podcateers.com for all your podcateering needs. Nice. I know. Mm-hmm. Podcateering needs. Yes. I don't even know what that entails. No. But if it involves tacos, I'm I all for it. I don't even want to find out. It involves tacos. Well. I'm all for it. That's your opinion. And beer. Oh, then I'm all in. And bacon. I was about to say, when did we go from bacon to tacos? When tacos... I don't know. It's whatever Hazen's hungry for. Yeah. That's pretty much the I ate bacon this morning, and I didn't yeah, eat tacos, yeah, yeah. so tacos Flavor of the month, good. I guess? Nah, we'll know. We'll see. What are we craving? All right. That's going to wrap it up. So, until next week, here is to beers, cheers, and make ears. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Can you join me on this classic ending? P-O-D. K-E-T. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> See you. T-E-E-R-S. <laughs>